In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly. The time has come again A champion must Everybody and welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am your host, Sean Donnelly. Andy laughs every time. <laughs> Why so every- funny? <laughs> Why am I all? I can't look at you. What are you doing? <laughs> really? Why? Because I'm too serious. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, am I too proper? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's more of a visual for me. Than- <laughs> That's why I try not to look at you. <laughs> Andy laughs every time. Uh, I'm joined here by my co-host Andy Fury. Hey, everybody. everybody. And we have a very special guest today, my pal, wow. super funny comedian. You know him. He just did the Tonight Show recently. Joe Zimmerman, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. How are you, my friend? Joey. I'm so good. I'm excited it's to good. do Defend Your Movie podcast. We are excited to have you. Absolutely. And you uh, and things are good with you. You have a new album coming out. October 12th, Comedy Central Records. I'm excited about it. What's it called? It's called Innocence. <laughs> Nice. That sounds like your own brand of like cologne. <laughs> I, I I feel like it's Joseph. sort of my. Yeah, I feel innocence. like innocence. It would be my brand. Innocence if I by could have Joe Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah, it's just you in black and white with like wings, like angel yeah. wings. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the cover should be. Just you, just you on like just a gray platform. Like what do they do? Like you know, they just do levels. They almost do like Kramer levels in those commercials, and then it's just you on the thing. Mindy Tucker did the photo shoot, and I got to hold Mike Racine's puppy. In Oh, oh that's perfect. Yeah, and she and so uh, they have a couple different fun little photos for the cover. Oh, that's great! I love yeah. the name and the uh, that dog. It's a Sharpay something mix. It's the cutest dog. Yeah, it it is the epitome of like an Instagram dog. Right, like it's right. What, you look at it and it cannot. You can't be in a bad mood when you see that dog. Right, right. It's like insanely cute. And it has an Instagram. And I have a very yeah, yeah. cute bulldog, and that dog's still very very cute. Oh, I'm excited to meet your bulldog. <gasps> His name is Rickles. He lives in Long Island after now. After Don? After Don Rickles. Does he, does he zing you? He does. I walk in, he goes, yeah, hockey puck. <laughs> hey, baby gorilla, let's I'm go for a walk. I walk in, he goes, you mick bastard, you. That's a great <laughs> That's a great name for a bulldog. Uh, yeah, and he lives, like, we used, when I was married, we had him, and then it got too convoluted when I, well, the new apartment, I have a roommate now, so it's a little bit harder, so my mom was like, just bring him here, but it's kind of good, because he's out in Long Island, he has they a lot of the times bulldogs they can't handle cities mm-hmm. so you like I actually tried to adopt a bulldog a long time ago but they like it was Long Island Bulldog Rescue they won't let you if you live in the city because they get freaked out by the noise and to be honest when we were in Queens it was way quieter it was in Sunnyside and it was like our situation was way quieter and he was much more mellow and now he's used to Long Island so we just leave him there and he like loves it. Yeah. And also, he told my my mom's by herself out there, so it's like you know, it kind of makes sense. They're like That's best nice. buddies now. You That's know? with my cat. I had a cat, and then I moved to a no cat, uh, no pets <laughs> building. Yeah. And now he's in dogs Jersey. are fine. We're not cat people though. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, and now he's out in Jersey in like the suburbs with my parents. And he loves and it. He's like, I'm not leaving. It's so much I'm, better. Yeah. He's especially so happy. if it's a people cat. Some cats true. aren't people cats. My parents are older now, and like they. Adore him, right? Like he right. sits with my dad, watches TV every single night. Yeah, They're exactly. Pals now. It's yeah. such a better life. Exactly. Uh, usually, we just uh, bring up a movie that we saw during the week. Uh, Andy did not do the assignment this week because he passed out in the middle of the movie. <laughs> I was just so I was traveling on the road, and then uh, but I did watch one which we didn't bring up before, which was Avengers: Infinity War, and. Uh, it was that so me and Soda did a show. We were on the road, and we were after the show. It was already like twelve, and we were both so tired. You basically Netflix and chilled with I Netflix Dan and chilled with Dan Soder. <laughs> we <laughs> got a little high too, and we just like watched the movie. Yeah, we watched the movie, and it fucking it's long. It's very long. really long. And it's I really tried. good, but it's long. I and just it's really involved. I just dipped out for like twenty minutes in the middle there. So I, I got How the much I got watch? the bookends. Oh, you got the yeah, you got the just to yeah Dude. weird you ending. Know what the goal weird was. ending. But I was just doing a gig uh, in uh, Edmonton. Oh, at the at the giant mall. Yeah, the, the largest oh, yeah, yeah. mall in Canada. Yeah, and the first night there were like three people in the audience. 
And then all of a sudden, 25 people rolled in <laughs> right around 8.05. And the manager was like, good news, the Avengers sold out. <laughs> We're getting overflow. <laughs> That's sweet, sweet overflow. That's, That's so sweet fun. overflow of people who don't want to see comedy. It's like, oh, so, so you guys wanted to see um, all of the superheroes. <laughs> And you get to see, see some guy. You see guy talk. That's like somebody be like, good news, that funeral across the street let out. <laughs> it's like, hey, good news, this this wake ended early, and they just they didn't want to go home, so they decided to come well, here. already at the mall. I mean, <laughs> there's got to the be. For this wake. I mean, <laughs> mall wake. The crossover of me... People that would like me and people that would like <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. It can't be that big of a crossover. You know, I bet you it's bigger than you think because you used to have – I don't know if you, you still do it. You're, you used to have a science podcast, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, so science podcasts, science nerds also equal comic book nerds sometimes or they, they don't cross oh, over. So you're saying science nerds equal comic book nerds. <laughs> I don't know. That's exactly what you're I saying. I think they could be into both things. <laughs> it's kind of, it could, You could make the connection. You could piggyback on it. I, I feel like I don't see Mike Lawrence reading a science book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Greg Stone point. knows how to read. <laughs> Right. You know what? You, you, you just shut me down. That's two perfect examples, and I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Joe just defended your science. <laughs> uh, so you, you but I, but saw, I have seen it as well. You, yeah, you yeah. saw it as well. It's so. really good, but it's like my thing is this: when it comes to these Marvel movies, and Nathan McIntosh, who we've had, we've had on the show. D- despises them. He's like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Enough with these Marvel movies. And I'm like, that's what he does. That's what he says. Yeah, it is, like, they are a lot. There's a lot. But here's the thing, man. Do you realize how hard it is? Think about the room. Think about like bad movies that have been made. Think about bad. Think about the first Fantastic Four. How bad that is. Oh, Do you realize ugh. how hard it is to make even a a superhero movie that's decent, that's well received, that is cohesive, that like works. Like, just to even make one of those with regular, like, one superhero, if not, like, a couple of them. Imagine, they did the whole, they did, like, 25 of them. I know. And they, the story flowed. You know, it would have been so easy oh. to make that uh, really, really confusing, and they didn't. Well, That's really masterful yeah. to me. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about the Fast and the Furious movies, too. I'm like, to pull off that amount of action... Is even though it's a dumb like it's family bro type movie, like, I hate that. <laughs> dude. I watched the most recent Fast Seven on an airplane, yeah, yeah, and it's just it's just car chase, car chase, car chase, betrayal, betrayal, betrayal. <laughs> Cut to the last scene, the last ten second yeah. scene. They're sitting on a rooftop yes. happily, and he's like family. <laughs> Exactly. And you're like, what? This had nothing to do yeah. with family. Yeah, yeah. And it's also like, people, was... people have died. Like, what are you, why are you, why are you clinking Coronas when your cousin died? You just, you just found a random baby. <laughs> you just found a random You just betrayed all of your friends for two and a half hours. And now it's family. Fam. family also, first. you, and now their universe is messed up because they embraced Jason Statham, but he killed their friend, the, the guy from Japan, the guy who, in Tokyo Drift, Jason Statham is the one who kills the, the Asian dude, but then but then Jason Statham now is part of that crew. Well, Rock used to be against him, too. Yeah, but he was more like for his job. Okay, so okay. was Paul Walker, and then he was... <laughs> I'm, I'm qualifying him. Just realizing it's every fast movie is the enemy becomes the, <laughs> yeah, the family. it totally is. I've yeah. never seen one of them. Oh, you have We've talked about this. Yeah, we have, yeah. But that was... I watched Avengers being like, I'm going to be really impressed if they can bring in 700 superheroes <laughs> and make yeah. any sense of this. Right, and they did. And they did. And they did. Like, that's like so much hard work. Like, think about how much storyboarding and, and how many white white dry erase boards were involved in this thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where it's like literally them just... Like, you, you have 15 stories that are going into each other that make sense. They all meet up to one last story. And then that's the first part of the thing. So I'm really impressed by those those movies. But I get it. It's a, it's a long movie. Well, it's a lot. And I'm tired. If I was high, too, I'd be tired. Yeah, one, of the fun, one of the funny shortcuts I remember on Avengers was – because I was trying to watch to see how they tied it all together that well. Yeah. In the opening scene, Hulk you know, gets beat up a little bit by the main dude, main bad guy. You're like, oh, that yes. dude's really, oh, that dude's really strong. He just beat up Hulk. Yes. And then the next scene, you see a, just a paper trail going through the universe. It's just like a rainbow trail, and then just a crash collision 
and all of a sudden the Hulk is just talking to somebody because he just crashed into a building. <laughs> but it made no sense that he was just flying through space. <laughs> oh, he got hit and was flying, or he just was flying? No, they, they, just, they just did it. They just show him get beat up. The next scene, you see like a trail through outer space. Yeah, you're right. He's and gonna, then he crashes into a building and he's talking He's at to, a Starbucks. Uh, he's talking to <laughs> the next... He's, he's like, there's a bad guy out there. And they're like, wait, how did you crash into this building? Yeah, why... What? Yeah, right. That's weird. <laughs> they just do... They have to do these shortcuts and you don't even think about it. Yeah, because you're like, oh, it's stuff that happened in the in-between. Like, you can't... Like, there's too much story to even right. do it. But even to make... They still made it make sense even with these little shortcuts. Uh, but it is a good movie. I'm excited for... A lot of people don't know. I'm wondering how are they going to connect. Like, so if you didn't see it, spoiler alert here, at the end, Thanos gets what he wants. You're supposed to think Thanos gets what he wants. Yeah, they all And they he all snaps just, his fingers and like, like almost all the, the superheroes like, go, go into dust. They just, they just disappear. Spider-Man has a very emotional scene when he's talking to Iron Man and he's like, I don't feel so good. And then he yeah. goes away and everybody thought that was really dramatic. I literally... In the movie theater, I think I mentioned this in the podcast before, there's a woman behind me when I saw it going, no, 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 no. Like when I, when when Black Panther died, she was like, no, please, no. <laughs> and I was like, I felt for her so bad. I was like, oh, my God, do you not read articles about movies? Do you not know that they're going to come back in some way? Yeah. yeah. Also, Black Panther made a bajillion dollars. He's oh. coming back in some form. Uh, but the, the from what I heard, if you want me to tell you what I heard, the theory is. Yeah. Do you want me to tell yeah, you? Yeah. The theory is that when, uh, when Doctor Strange was figuring out all the different um, – all the different timelines. I don't even think this is it, but I thought it was a cool idea. When he was figuring, he's like, I just figured oh, yeah. out a million and one a half timelines, yeah. and one of them we, we right, survived. Right, 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 right. Uh, they think that he took the time stone from another one of those timelines and brought it back, and Ooh. that's what he gave him. That's, that that's could, why. That's a decent one. That's a decent one. But, but also, they the, said. Who does he give the time stone to? He gives it to Thanos. Thanos gets it. Gets it. Uh, it's a dummy. So he takes it's it off. It's a dummy time stone. It's a dummy time stone. But also, somebody brought up the point that when he gives them to him, the other ones he had to activate himself. It would activate when it would go into the glove. Yeah, yeah. So apparently the time, the last one, like I think that was the time one, when it went in, it was already activated. They said it was already shining like it was activated. So people think that's a clue to like something that's going to go on. Uh. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? I heard the, the, the uh, Marvel, what is it, Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel, um, Ms. Captain Marvel. No, Miss Maisel, yeah, <laughs> on Hulu. Oh, no, on Amazon. <laughs> Um, Captain Marvel is like a big part of the next thing. Oh and yeah, like Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Oh, yeah. Who I don't even. <laughs> who I don't even know who that is. Oh yeah. Cap yeah, you do. You Captain, know who she is. Captain America. Weren't they calling him? Did he even show up? I forget. He was there. I forgot Captain America was there. Yeah. He was Captain America was there. They were all pretty much there. But then after that first part, Hulk kind of takes a back seat. Uh, I thought that somebody was like somebody brought up the thing of like um. I thought it was like he didn't want to show, Hulk didn't want to show himself. Remember, like they kept trying to be Hulk and it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was because he was being he was scared because he got beat up by Thanos. But somebody said it's because he was supposed to be showing more and more independence. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that just seems weird. That's like <laughs> a baby, you know? Like that's very strange. Anyway, whatever. I saw a movie myself. Uh, I'm kind of a few years late on this. That's it okay. came out like five years ago. I saw Her, the Spike Jones movie, Her. Yeah. And I really wanted to see it, but I never watched it. Because I have a thing where there's certain movies you have to be in the mood to watch them. Like, you think you're going to be depressed watching it. So I that was one of them for me. Where it was like, I don't want to be in this, like, depressive, like, thing. And also, yeah. if you're going through a divorce, don't watch <laughs> Her. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's literally about a guy who got divorced, which I didn't realize. And then, but, like, it's fine. I was, it was fine. But, I mean, like... It's re did you see it? You saw her, right? I haven't seen it. Oh, her. you haven't seen it. It's a really good movie. It's good. It's really cool. Uh, it's really strange. And it's also like, one thing I love about it, and I'm not gonna, I won't give anything away. You should I'm do talking. her versus Ex Machina at some point. I should. Ooh, you're right. We one. should do that. Because I should. have seen Ex Machina. Oh, you have, yeah. Um, her, there was a. Uh, uh, one of the cool things they did in her is that I love movies that it's supposed to be in the near future and they do it in this cool, stylized yeah. way. And that's what they did with her. Like, 
And also with Spike Jones, and he's so good at that. Like you know, he comes from like a cool background. Like he he did he did skateboarding videos forever. Like he yeah. knows. You know, I think he had something to do with fashion and stuff like Beasties. that. Beasties, Beastie Boys, right? Exactly. So he kind of knows what looks cool, but they make everything look. And there's definitely it almost reminded me of Breaking Bad because you know how Breaking Bad certain colors were themes. I think it was like mm-hmm. yeah. like oh was it Walter White was like, he had a green thing going on yeah, and then that blue, the sister obviously. had a purple and then there was blue with the yeah. math. But I mean like. There would just be all green stuff around them in right, scenes, right. and then the, the sister had purple everywhere. She wear purple. The cat, like the couch blanket, would be purple near her in her house or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of reminded me. That there was there was a theme in her where there was definitely co- like you, there's a lot of reds going on around yeah. him and stuff like that. So I like that. Like it's weird. It's almost like soothing when you're watching it. Like it makes it more comfortable to watch. That's so. I love it when I love Breaking Bad so much. Do you think the color really like did viewers pick up on it? I think so. I think it's. I think you don't know you're picking up on it, but I think you're picking. Up, I think what it is, it's pleasant to the eye. I see. Yeah. I think what's happening is you're like may, maybe it might subliminally make you want to watch it because you're like, oh, it's it's matches. Like apparently the eye is is uh, like that's why when people are handsome. Like they talk about Denzel Washington. The reason why Denzel Washington is so good looking or people are more good looking when people are really really attractive is because their their cross section of their face is super even. <laughs> so we're attracted to things that are even. So if you're watching like a congruent green, like you're watching green, 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 it might subliminally or subconsciously you might be like, oh, I I want to watch, like you, I want to see this more because I don't think that's why they did it, but I think that does happen. I could be totally wrong. If you're a psychologist, no, a lot of email us. Do stuff like that. Like Wes Anderson's a good example of a guy who does. Yeah, everything's stylized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is so. Down to the detail, like down even a Royal Tenenbaums, down to the wallpaper. Absolutely, yeah. The yeah. Wall, there was wallpaper he, with zebras on it in that in, uh, the I think in Gwyneth Paltrow's room in Royal Tenenbaums. That I think where he got the idea from it. There used to be an Italian place called Gino's in the Upper East Side that had the same exact wallpaper. Could be. And I was like, I wonder if he went there, saw it, and then put it in the movie. Nice. So whatever. But yeah, I think that were you a huge Breaking Bad fan? Mm-hmm. Do you watch Better Call Saul now? Uh, I just. Queued it up to start watching. Yeah, yeah it's good. Really I good. like it, but it, it it picks up. Like it's slow, and then it picks up. I keep yeah, it keeps getting more and more. It was just like yeah, it's good, and now it's like oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it comes to horror, they I'm well, everybody knows. I think I've talked about it in the podcast. I'm like obsessed with UFOs right now. And yes, <laughs> we know. Wow. And horror, they're all drones. Let me break it to you. They're all drones, John. And what's your call? And uh. But her kind of deals with like the AI factor, yeah. And uh, I, I don't want to spoil it for it. it oh, it's like, fine. I don't actually. I actually don't. You're not going to say spoilers. It. Yeah. Okay. I heard a thing on NPR that spoilers actually don't ruin things for people. It, I don't think that's true. That's the the but, definition of. Spoilers. I mean, Sixth Sense got ruined for me, and that was the biggest spoiler. That's well, okay. a huge There's one. There's a yeah. few movies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The exception of the rule, right there. I agree movies. with you, though. There's certain things where you can. Still watch it. And then, yeah, still be enjoyable. Well, this is at the end of the movie. I'll just say, like, whatever. It's not... You knew something was going to happen anyway if you watched the movie. But she just goes away. To be honest, it's not a spoiler because you don't know what happens. But I think what's implied, but it's not definitely said, (laughs) what's implied is that she goes off to... Like, she, she starts advancing so much that she goes off to do her own thing. And what's implied is that she went off to, like, the singularity, which is, like, where biological life and... Tech life, or when tech life surpasses biological life. Uh-huh. So I thought that was really cool, and I was talking to a, another comic about it. So I thought that was awesome. But I like stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I realize the older I get, the more I'm into sci-fi stuff. Like I, not older I get, huh. I think I was always into it, but never like realized it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so whatever. But uh, yeah, so that's what I saw. Good movie, definitely worth seeing. Spike Jones, like he wrote it too, which I was like. Does he always write the movies he directs? I don't know if that's always the style. Because I think he directed. Being John Malkovich, he directed, correct? And being yeah. right, Charlie Kaufman wrote it. And this, I don't know if he was a consultant or what, but this is a very Charlie Kaufman-esque type movie. Like, it, it felt like it, and it was really good. So check it out if you haven't. Uh, it's, that's a five-year old plug for I'm going <laughs> to watch her now. Watch, watch her now. Um, the other thing we wanted to do, we want to do uh, like different, different games on the show. We have Funny. an idea. We, we, we actually have played a couple games. Uh, in the past that we're going to bring back. We played, uh, it was like Movie Association where we just tell you the name of a movie and you give us the first word that uh, that comes to your mind. We did that a couple times. But what I wanted to do today was we have a new game called Parallel Universes. So one of the things we used to do was called Dreamcast where you recast 
an entire movie like uh, with new actors, like a, a classic movie. But just for the sake of time, I want to do today a classic character. I want to go around the room. A classic character that if you had to recast it, if there was a parallel universe where Jeff Bridges didn't exist, who would you recast to be the dude in Big Lebowski? I'm a huge Big Lebowski. I've seen it like a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, totally. I'm a huge fan. Absolutely. Uh, if you had to recast it, Andy Fury, do you have uh, any, any so idea? to recast it. Um, Which, yeah. If you had to recast the dude. You yeah. know who I – this might sound weird, but I immediately thought of Brad Pitt's stoner character in True Romance. <laughs> Alex liked that one, but yes, that's funny. That's like very deep cut. Like where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's almost. <laughs> I'm not saying. I mean, it would totally change the movie. But uh, that's the that was the first one that popped into my head. That's a good one, but that's like on the nosy. That's like yeah. on the nosy. Um, that's like right, right well, on. The, what do you no, have? no, no. But that's a good one okay. though. Like that's basically the same type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think the dude was more motivated than Brad Pitt's yeah, story yeah, character. Yeah. Did you see True Romance? Uh, I have not seen True it's, Romance. It's a good oh, movie. Wow, yeah, it's that's actually a really good. underrated movie. It's yeah, a yeah. cool movie. Gandolfini's in it. It's like a psych- psychopathic like yeah, good cast man type. I, I dated a girl who True Romance was her favorite movie, so I'm surprised I haven't movie. seen it. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't seen it either. Yeah. It has one of the best scenes. It's Tarantino wrote it, and then Tony Scott directed it. Or, yeah, right? Yeah, Tony yeah, Scott yeah. directed it. And uh, it has one of the best scenes ever in a movie. It has yeah. uh, Christopher Walken. The, uh, the, the, the Moore speech. Yeah, Dennis it's, Hopper. It's a very racist speech. But they the N words in it. What? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah, he, right. So, so there's a whole thing where it's actually a very nuanced. It, the speech is very like racist, but it's a very nuanced scene because uh, Dennis Hopper plays Christian, Chris, um, uh, Christian Slater's, Christian Slater's dad. dad, and he's just a security guard. He lives in like a trailer, somewhere in Detroit, I guess Detroit or whatever, outside Detroit. And Christopher Walken's like the mobster, and they're after uh, Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette, right? So they show up at. Hopper's house and he gets there and he tries to play dumb like he didn't know where they were but then he knew he was going to die so instead of I think the whole idea is like he doesn't want to be tortured so he wants to piss off the Sicilian mob guy as much as he can so he tells him that he's part N-word that's what the whole speech is about but it's, it's, if you watch watch the clip online it's great because it's it's Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper and it's like perfect acting and apparently it was all scripted the your the only thing that was ad, ad-libbed is you're an eggplant. Yeah, you're an eggplant. Yeah, you're an eggplant. <laughs> did we, yeah. Who did I just talk about this? I mean, now you're an eggplant. You're, yeah, you're yeah, a cantaloupe. You're, you're a cantaloupe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. You're a cantaloupe. Because he goes, he does this whole speech about how the Moors invaded Sicily and turned uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed people into brown-haired and black eyes. And then he goes, and the Moors are N-words, right? So he goes, so your great-grandmother is an N-word. That's like, and that's like a mob guy. And then he goes, and you're a cantaloupe. And they both start laughing, and then they he, get, he kills him right away. And he just shoots him right away. But it's a really, it's, it's, it's a really it's a cool famous. scene. It's a famous scene. Uh, but anyway, uh, what were we, why, why, why did I bring that up? Uh, parallel universe. Parallel universe. Yeah, parallel oh, universe. so you, but yeah, that character you you would have Brad. What about Brad Pitt? Just Brad Pitt. But it have to be because he could just play that. Yeah, he kind of plays that in other things. Too, I know. I was going to say Brad Pitt would yeah, be a good he, smaller he's so side funny character. In Snatch too. That's what we talked about that last week. So, he's so, so great. great. That might be my favorite Brad Pitt role. Yes, you know. Yeah, he's really good in it. Then we were talking about how Guy Ritchie kind of didn't follow up uh, anything after yeah. Snatch. Oh, kind he of didn't? was kind of well, yeah, not really. Well, not, rock and roll. He did, and he did. Rock and roll is. He fun. just swept away with his wife was a Madonna and that Ugh. was a bomb, you know. There's supposed to be a rock and roller too, but I'll, do you want to hear my pick? You, want, well, you do your pick first, Joe. Do you have a pick or no? I'm just gonna go with uh, Rory Scovel. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be great. If you don't know Rory Scovel, he's an amazing comic, and it's actually a great pick for him to be the dude. Long-haired Rory Scovel. Long-haired Rory Scovel with the beard—that'd be perfect. Yeah. Uh, my pick would be uh, Mark Ruffalo. I think that would be a good. Oh yeah. I don't know why. I think he could, like, pull it off. Hulk? Like, whenever he's disheveled, I feel like disheveled Mark Ruffalo could be, like, a different take on the dude. Not Hulk, yeah. the dude. Oh, the Hulk, you're saying. He's Hulk. he's Hulk, yeah. But, like, you seem disheveled so much, I feel like lazy, disheveled Mark Ruffalo could pull it off. Hmm. And it would be different, but, I mean, like, it's still kind of work, right? It's not as good as Jeff Bridges. I mean, untouchable. What about Ted Danson? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude, is one of the best actors in the history of acting. Actually, that guy is amazing. I've never heard that. Like, sound. Borsi, yeah. <laughs> he was good in. Um, 
dude, like bored to death. His character. I was that. just gonna yeah. say he's great in Bored to Death. He's great on Curb. But uh, speaking of that, what made me bored to death made me think of Zach Galifianakis might have been a good dude. Oh, Galifianakis, yeah. nice. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been a different movie. Yeah, it would been Hangover Four. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen Galifianakis play a stoner type, but I'm sure he could. Yeah. They, who's also aloof? There's a guy, you know, who would be actually be great. You want to do like it's it's like deep cut, and it's not it's not okay. Lay it on me. It's not a famous person. In Crashing and Pete Holmes' show, there's a guy who plays the guy that his wife, his ex wife, is fucking. Oh yes, I know who you. Mean. I forget his name. I right. think he's a. I don't think he's a comic. I met him once. Nice guy. I know who you mean. He'd be great. He'd be great, but it'd be it'd be. Jeff Bridges really is the best. Perfect. That's really perfect. <laughs> We'll do this. Uh, send us an email, defendyourmovie at gmail.com. Who would you pick as your, uh, if you couldn't pick, if Jeff Bridges could not be the dude. Recast. Re- recast. It can be anybody. If it was made now, so you can use any actors, any basically anybody. Use a character from a movie. We don't care. Send us an email or tweet at us, at defendyourmovie on Twitter, at defendyourmovie, and let us know uh, who would be the new dude if they were to redo uh, the Big Lebowski. Uh, all right, let's get down to the meat. The it's meat part. Stuff. We did the potatoes. Let's do the meat part of the podcast. <laughs> um, we have a battle today. It actually really makes a lot of sense. I want to talk about. I think I'm pretty proud of the other matchup that I had. We were gonna do. I wanted to do Gladiator. I told you guys this. I'm just reiterating for everybody here. Uh, Gladiator versus Truman Show. I think that would have been. I think. <laughs> funny because Alex said he was very high concept but it yeah. kind of is like if you think about it Truman Show and The Gladiator are very similar movies because they're both about one dude uh, everybody's against him it's overcoming odds also it has a lot to do with the afterlife because like, Truman Show has to do with they have the guy Christian the creator and then they have and Gladiator he's always trying to die so he can go on to meet his family so I don't know I feel like they have very similar vibes yeah even though you wouldn't put those two movies it's not together, Christian is it something weird? It's something, uh, uh, yeah. It's like it's something, something great. not Christian. But I thought perfect. it was Christian because it was Christian. No, and the creator. what is it, Alex? <laughs> what is it, Alex? <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, what's his fucking name? Christoph. Christoph. Oh, you were close. I was close. I was super close. Wait, how much more perfect and pretentious is Christoph? Oh, it's way more perfect. <laughs> The, 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 yeah, but that the, that battle kind of to me, it's it's almost like pitting a lion versus like a, an emu. <laughs> you're like, yeah, one is so much more of a badass. Like you're like, I don't know how these two are gonna fight each other. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. So the actual, it's <laughs> a lion versus an emu. I just I just saw a video online, and it was in the Ukraine, and they go. Uh, Taurus out for a quick, terrifying surprise. There was a lion just that came up to their 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 one of those like trams that goes around a zoo. But I don't think it was a zoo. I think it was just they were on the. You I don't know where they were going. Weak. And and the lion, uh, what you call it, just goes on the tram. It starts like nuzzling the people on the tram. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, like not attacking, like wow. hugging them, friends. and they're, they're kind of pet, the driver's kind of petting them. <laughs> And then everybody gets out, and they're like waiting. They don't know what he's going to do, but he just he's just nuzzling up like a cat would on on these tourists. Yeah. It's really crazy. Wow. Uh, oh, by the way, Alex, Andy just did the my kind of video. Andy just did the uh, the Seinfeld reference for the, the episode. We have a tradition. I don't know if we've Ukraine done the past couple weak. episodes. Every week a Seinfeld reference. He goes, no, it's not the Ukraine is weak. Ukraine. You weak say too. Ukraine is weak. <laughs> We're playing a game here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the subway, right? And he yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I am from Ukraine. He's like, we're going to get here, buddy, all right? You don't say Ukraine is weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the actual matchup that we have, we are going to do Gladiator because Joe Zimmerman is obsessed with Gladiator. No, okay. He likes Gladiator. He, lo- he loves it. I, but I also love it. Uh, versus Fight Club. Yeah. And the teams today are going to be me and Joe oh, versus boy. Andy Fiore. <laughs> we, all, we kept trying to list movies, by the way, that Sean, that we, they could battle Gladiator. And Sean kept being like, yeah, but I like Gladiator more. <laughs> yeah, but I like Gladiator more than that one. I was like, you could just defend Gladiator <laughs> since you love Gladiator. <laughs> so I was like, I could. <laughs> That's, that'd be great. <laughs> no, because you're the pick gladiator, so I wanted you to have the gladiator pick. But, we, <laughs> but I did say that. I was like, I would pick gladiator. Every matchup that he said, I was like, nah, gladiator's better. I've also, I've also seen gladiator a lot. That's that You want to talk about, that's a flip test. We have another thing on the show called oh, flip yeah, test. Oh, yeah, good one. 
uh, if you see, if you're flipping through the channels, which is a very old person thing to do, you're flipping uh-huh. through the channels and you come across a certain movie, yep. would you stay on it or flip back, stay yep. on it, whatever, and watch the, the remainder of the movie? Born Identity, Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, Gladiator does not pass the flip test for me. Really? No. Wow. You're out of your mind. There's so many legendary scenes in that movie that make me want to like watch them over and over again. And I, also, like, I feel fine flipping. And I'll tell you one of my. Uh, this is my one of my first arguments why it's such a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix, that guy is so great and such a great fucking villain. Yeah, like he such is. a great he villain is. in that movie that just to watch him get thwarted. <laughs> to use a SAT word, is thwarted an SAT word? I don't think it's that. no. I don't think it's that good. I think I just assume he's a bad person based on that role. Yes, yeah, that's how good of a role it is. Because he played it so well. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's usually my litmus test of if oh. when I really hate somebody, I'm like, oh, they're doing a great job. Actually, you know? <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Like, there you go, I mean, great yeah. villain right off there. Yeah, like yeah. to the point where uh, how did that, that just the that's why I would flip back just to see him that part where he just falls and drops at the end yeah. of Gladiator that's worth it to watch the whole movie again just to see that okay just that one just because there's so many moments where you're like ooh because you know it's coming so you're just building up you're building up this this like ooh wait wait just wait Joaquin well to be fair just wait I, to see what happens Fight Club doesn't pass my flip test either it doesn't no alright but that's fine but you t- you're taking Fight Club I'm taking Fight Club the, over Gladiator but I would I take think, Gladiator every time I think Gladiator is one of the more overrated best picture winners but wow. I don't know what else was in its class. Let me look its class up. You want to look? Well, Alex, can you, you look guys. up what year? Uh, it was 2000. 2000. You think it's an over... Well, here's the thing. It might have been in a down year. I'll tell you what it was. It was a blockbuster that won. It yeah. almost, it almost... To be honest, it like... The problem with Ooh. Hollywood, that people think there's a problem with Hollywood now, Gladiator that didn't have that problem. Like, the, what they're saying now is like, what does really well in the box office does not match up to what the Hollywood Foreign Press nominates for Best Picture. What? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the other nominees? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have Chocolat, oh. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I'm surprised that didn't win. Aaron Brockovich in Traffic, which I liked at first, and looking back at it, it kind of has that crashing effect. Yeah, traffic. Which one? Kind of traffic? Yeah, it's like I, kind of preachy and hokey in a way. Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I, I was the best Aaron picture out of that group. Honestly, I'm surprised Aaron Brockovich didn't win. That's a good movie. That is a good movie. And also, like, I bet you if it was now, and I'm not trying to be funny, Aaron Brockovich would have won 100%. Absolutely. Because of what's going on now. Of Absolutely. And it should have. But I mean, like, it yeah. should have won back then. Not a great class. I forgot about Crouching Tiger. That was There was a big build-up for that. Yeah. People love that movie. I never saw it. I, I saw bits and pieces. I never saw the whole thing. I don't feel like it would hold up. No. I don't think so. Also, because I think it was like early CGI. Yeah. That's one of the things. That's I'll give you that on Gladiator. There's a full-on part where the t- the lion, or the tiger in Gladiator goes through the dude. Like the CGI of the lion. Like it's so obvious at one point. But, uh, yeah. Uh, before I forget, Crouching Tiger was before Matrix, right? Matrix was after No. That. Crouch, Matrix was before Crouching uh, Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Matrix was 99? Um, 98? Yes. 99. So. Yes, 99. And then the, the sequels came out like 2002, 2003 or right. whatever it was. I feel like those film people were like, let's keep doing more of that. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think they were. What you mean as far as Matrix goes? The and slow then, motion flying through the air type stuff. Yes, I think you're right. And then they, I think they also, like, the technique they have in Crouching Tiger, people are like, oh, my God. Because they did, like, a bunch of ripoffs of that as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, the Gladiator is all fighting, but the thing is, I don't just I get bored by fighting. So Gladiator does an impressive job to me of making like seventeen interesting fights in a row. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, it's always like a different ending. <laughs> it's always an interesting. I'm like, how am I still interested by this? <laughs> but they've always the one they've got the best Gladiator of all time, and he's on a chariot, and they, he's got eighteen, and he's got eight tigers around him. Yes, and you're like, well, yeah, I don't know how he's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. yeah, it's like literally breaking down to br- like brass tacks. It's like literally yeah. like yeah, and also the, the what also does it for us is like we don't know what it's like to be a Gladiator, okay. so we're sitting there watching it going. Yeah, I would be dead in a minute. I'd be dead just living in that oh, time. And also, let's be honest. You're dead by 35 in that time anyway. So yeah. you might as well be a gladiator. Oh, and I loved the first, first gladiator scene. The moment of, you know, the moment where he he's like, well, you're like, I don't know what's about to happen the first time watching it. Um, he beats the the dudes in the Battle of Carthage. And at the end, yes. they're, they're like, 
weren't the Romans supposed to win that fight? <laughs> like, that's how big of an underdog he was. <laughs> yes, right. He was representing the barbarians. <laughs> and then just the Romans were supposed to slaughter them. Right, exactly. And he made it happen. And he did it. Oh. And there are all these interesting ways he did it. Like, even with the cool thing where, like, didn't he, like, cut the tires, not the tires, but the wheels on the chariot? Like, yeah. He, like, yeah. cut that, and then he makes the chariot break down, and then the guy pours into the, he, he the arena. Hop, he hops on a horse, and then somebody throws him a sword. Yeah, it's badass. It's, yeah. it's badass. <laughs> <laughs> Did we win already? No. We, you. <laughs> you won last well, week. You won last week. Because you convinced <laughs> me comedy. That's how it works. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not an everyday. I just, I just want to make it clear, I don't just love battle scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they made it all interesting. All right, but so Fight Club has like cleverness and it's more I don't know prank based. But it's what did you know, prank based. Oh, yeah. But it's they're working toward a a higher goal. Uh, you know, to bring down corporate society and whatever you want to call it. You think but, it has like a deeper message? Uh, absolutely, it's a deeper message. It's more. It's I mean, I'll tell you this much: Gladiator, more positive movie. Fight Club, negative movie. It's like Brad Pitt's Sixth Sense. There's a reveal. <laughs> yeah, a huge reveal in Fight Club. If, well, that I mean, is a strength. If you haven't it. seen it by now, but yeah, one of the biggest reveals, like one of the a biggest huge reveals reveal. of like the '90s, where it was like, or that was that 2001. No, when did that come out? Fight Club. Yeah, '99. '99. Like that was. I remember people being like, "What?" Yeah. And people were blown away that yeah. that was the case. It's what impressive you- to pull off a double identity movie, right? It is. It is impressive to pull off that. And that's a cool reveal, too, because they do the – you go back and talk uh, – you go back and see uh, – what's his name? Ed Norton's actually dealing with uh, the actress. I can't think of her name. She's a spooky uh, – Helen Bonham Carter. Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah. Who you, just, and she does a good job in this movie, and she usually does, like, period pieces. Yeah, like, yeah She's yeah. known for that. But it is cool to go back and see him actually become Tyler Durden and their interactions, and then you put the, all the other pieces together over the course of the whole film. You're like, you oh, mean when you clever, realize – really well done. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's one of those ones that you don't see. You don't realize it. Right. Like, it's one of those ones that you everybody has that one friend that's like, I knew the whole time. And you're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. And I can't prove it, but you did not know the whole time. It is a frustrating movie in the fact that he's like, everything you said was going to happen is happening. So we, you said this was going to happen. We can't change the outcome now. He's like, no, I'm telling you, change the outcome. He's like, you said you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that, scene, that scene where he beats up the blonde dude. Beats his face to a pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I still feel bad about that. Scene. <laughs> Ten years. You want to send that guy a note? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like that's oh this poor guy. He's got meatloaf. His name is Robert Paulson. Meatloaf's in it, and he has the man boobs in it, <laughs> and that's a big problem for him. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, his name is Robert Paulson. Is really good. That was that meatloaf, Robert yeah. Paulson. Yeah, because yeah, he his died. Name is Robert and Paulson. the bombing, he died right. Right. And then also. It has. It does have my one of my favorite. Like one of the guys I think is underrated as a director. I'll give you that is Fincher. It's Fincher movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fincher, I think, is not as heralded as he should be. And we talked. To, I don't think it was. Maybe it wasn't with you. I talked about this. We talked about. No, Fincher we did movies. talk about we did it. Talk about yeah, I mean, Seven movies. is great, and he's got that dark tone to his movies. Yeah, uh, he's got that literally dark uh, kind of cinematography. Yeah, where all his movies are like raining. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think it's really dark. Uh uh, Gladiator, I would say, is a more uplifting. It's almost like after you, uh, yeah, he's doing it all for his family. I, you could whatever. say Gladiator has a quasi Rocky effect, like that, like that old Eddie Murphy bit oh, where he's yeah. like, every Italian dude wants to thinks he can <laughs> kick your ass after. Like Gladiator, after you watch it, like I can do anything. Like you, you really get like uplifted a little bit right. by Gladiator because you're like, oh, I really root for this guy, you know. And you like, and it's and also, is it the best thing that? Russell Crowe's done. He was good. I saw The Nice Guys. He was yeah. really good. In. But but this might be the best thing that he's done. It's almost like he was in his. That was like his prime. That was like. Did he win Best Actor? I doubt it. He's I don't one of those he actors where I'm like, he could be one of the greatest actors yeah. of our generation. But it's hard. But I never. Th- I don't think of him very often. I think that's on, not on purpose. But I think he's a guy. I honestly believe, you know, you hear those stories about people being difficult behind the scenes. Yeah. I think he's known for that. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. But I think he's known for being fairly difficult. And then also, like, I, you know, you make a couple of stinkers and then, like, your career kind of, you know. that movie had to be crazy because Joaquin Phoenix is, was known for being difficult, including on that set. Oh, was he really? And apparently they had um, only written 21 pages of the script when they started filming Gladiator. So they were just kind of writing it as they went. Oh, that's funny. And and then they had to deal with 
Russell Crowe and uh, who, <laughs> and and Walking Phoenix, and apparently Russell Crowe hated this the the lines at the end where he's like where he yells at Commodus that like, he's like give me a sword yeah. was like that one <laughs> he, he makes a speech about I have a murdered wife and I have a murdered son and and I'm the fallen general. Yeah, and I was supposed to be. He makes some speech, and he was like, "These lines are corny." Wait, Joaquin <laughs> said that or Russell? Russell. Oh, did he say that? But but they they made him Ridley Scott made him stick with it. <laughs> That's what happens. I think that the, the amount of egos on the movie set yeah. must just dictate. Yeah, like nobody. It's so funny. You're like, yeah, why was why did this movie come out so shitty or like whatever? Or you hear about we mentioned it once in the show before. What about Bob? Apparently, Bill Murray would torment Richard Dreyfuss on the <laughs> on the set of that movie. Like he just put his head on his shoulder and just be just fucking annoyed the shit out of him. Yeah. And Richard Dreyfuss was actually getting aggravated, but it made for a great performance because <laughs> he was just actually mad at the guy when he's acting, That's awesome. which is perfect. But like you forget, like these guys, like Russell Crowe by that point was a big name. Was that, would that break him out, or is he? Uh, the Insider the year before was right. Really that was good. A, that was a really good big thing. Uh, for him. He didn't. No, he's. I, He's one of those guys where he's goes back further than you think. Like yeah, early yeah. '90s, you're just like, "Oh, Russell Crowe." There. He. But you think about I'm looking like, through his movies right now. Yeah, not a ton of great. That's what I'm saying. Well, but, but a lot like, of. But he was famous because I know because he was like women loved him. Women loved him. Yeah, they he was proof so of hot. Life. Proof of life. But that was a bomb. That was about also, the quick and the dead. Look at the lineup oh, on. If you, oh, the beautiful mind. Was beautiful mind. Was oh, 2001. that was a big one. And also, Cinderella Man was three ten to Yuma. Cinderella. Oh, Man. 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma is a great a, movie. That's a lot of great movies. Mystery Alaska. I mean, that's four great movies. Okay, yeah. At least four great movies. He just right hasn't there. done one in a while. Nice Guys was good. The Nice Guys was good. Wow. But he goes what, do this. It's so funny because he, he did Noah about Noah's Ark, oh, yeah, I nice guess. News. But it's so funny. If you look at the posters on IMDb, literally it's the same poster as Gladiator. Like he's in the same pose. <laughs> nice. It's just him by himself. Like that's they were definitely literally. they were definitely trying to make you think. Look, they're trying to make you think of Gladiator. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll post it on the Facebook, the matchup. Of gla- the Gladiator poster, <laughs> and now go to the Gladiator poster. It's like basically the same thing. I, I, I heard his Robin Hood was bad too. Russell Crowe's. Robin I'm Hood. sure it was. They can't get Robin Hood right. Well, even though you love the Kevin, I Costner. love Kevin Costner. Right? Um, Brian yeah, Adams soundtrack. But I would say that here. Look, look at that. Look at that. It's the same fucking wow. poster. We'll put. We'll take. We'll take him and we'll put him on the uh, Defend Your Movie. Uh, we have a Facebook page for Defend Your Movie. If you go to Facebook and then look up Defend Your Movie, it'll pop up. But please give us a follow. Uh, yeah, I when it comes to Gladiator, like puts me in a better mood. That's a plus. Yeah, uh, the, definitely. Had a good You're director. Right. It is like a Rocky, though. It it's a Ridley like a Scott Rocky. movie. What? It is kind of like Rocky. it's like a Rocky. Yeah, it's it, a uh, also Russell Crowe's badass in it, but maybe one of the best things he's done. Maybe not the best, but one of the best. Joaquin Phoenix, amazing villain. But is that really you heard that he what he was difficult on set? Amazing. Yeah, there were a few times where he just didn't want to do the scene because he wasn't in the mood. Really? And you're not allowed to do that as yeah, an actor you can. on the movie set. <laughs> what is, I guess, is Joaquin Phoenix, like, I know he came in from, like, Hollywood royalty because yeah. his brother, like, right, his right. brother was famous and died. And yeah. then, like, I guess since then he just wrote his own fucking ticket? Because I'm like, did he, they come from a rich I family mean, already? I always think it's rich kids that act like that on these, on these movies. I'm like, you know. I don't know the Phoenix family history, but I don't <laughs> Why not, Andy? It was, River was huge, and then, yeah, it was, uh... I'm trying to think of another example of like the older sibling, and then the younger the one. Kind of like, I, uh Elizabeth Olsen is a really good example River, of that. River like, played a great jerk in Robin Hood, so maybe the River. maybe the Phoenix is just the Kevin Costner one. Rising, yeah. he was in that. I believe. No, he died. Yeah, I think. He, uh, oh, maybe that no, was like the last thing he did. No, Robin Hood was like '93. Oh yeah, you're right. I think he played River. Played the, oh, you're right. He is in it. Yeah. He played the guy that betrays him. He's in Last Crusade in '89. So he plays a good villain in Robin Hood. He is in Last Crusade. Yeah, isn't he's he? very beginning. He's young Indiana. That's right. Oh, wow. and there's a and dude. Stand by me. Which there's is, a dude. Like, yeah. Come on, that's a big. There's a dude in Gladiator with a scar on his face. Tommy, something from Scotland who dies in uh, so many great movies. <laughs> oh, he's the. He's, he's also in Sons of Anarchy. He dies in Braveheart. He's in Sons of Anarchy. I think he dies in Robin Hood. He's the guy with the scar. <laughs> the best. And he has a great death in Gladiator. Yeah. It's, he, they, what, he spooks the horse and then it, the, 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 it hangs him, right? The horse goes and yeah. he's hanging from the... He always, every time you see him, you know he's going to die. <laughs> the, so we have that. What do you have? Because we, we have to wrap up soon. We were talking for a long time. What, uh, what do you have as far as Fight Club? We just listed our... You want to talk about anything I else? Think it was Chuck uh, Pal- I think it was Chuck Palahniuk's Chuck Palahniuk, first yeah. novel that he published. Uh, 
Okay, I don't know. His... <laughs> you sound very skeptical. Yeah, I, don't I, don't know, know. I don't know the Blonde family history. <laughs> but I, um, but, but I, I read. He... Yeah, then right. I think I read. Yeah, choke is way after. Okay, that could have been. Um, you kind of turned me around. <laughs> I don't. That's. The, I don't hate Gladiator though. This I know is a you tough don't. one. For, like, but does it make you like Gladiator better as we're talking about it? Uh, no. Shit. <laughs> what, what would pass? It makes me. Like Fight Club less, I think. <laughs> well, oh, the, the Fight more, Club, I thought, was a, a great movie. Fight Club it's great. a good movie, but I, yeah. It's, Fight Club's good, dark. but as I match up my head, it's a good matchup, and Gladiator wins in my head. It really does. Like, I'm like, oh, what? Like, because Gladiator, I've seen, I mean, uh, Fight Club, I've seen multiple times. But as I'm talking about good things about it, I'm like, yeah, you have the author attached. You have a good, you know, David Fincher, that's one of the things for me that stands out. Uh, but it does, does it have... Like you're right, it, uh, one passes the flip test for me, the other one doesn't. doesn't. So Ed, Ed Norton and Russell Crowe could go head to head for for great actors. Yeah, that's true. I do I like Ed Norton better than Russell Crowe. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think I do. So. I I'll think give you so. that. I'll give it on the actor front. Yeah. When it comes to Gladiator, it's such a like. Also, it did better. We have the Oscar attached to it. I you know what I will say this. More, thinking about it now and how the Oscars are now, this ne- it never would have won. Now it never it wouldn't have been nominated now. Uh yeah, it was at the right uh, time. And Perfect place. timing for it. You, uh, you don't think it would have beat the? You think it would have lost to the movie where the guy has sex with a fish? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. That's all I know about that movie. <laughs> I can't even think of the name. I just know that a fish sex guy won the best movie. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't see that movie because I was like, I know, th- I know that fish dies, and I'm gonna be so. I never saw it either. I, I never saw it either. <laughs> I forget the name. Ed Norton, definitely a better actor than Russell Crowe, in my opinion. Better movies, I think, too. They're toe to toe. Primal for, Fear for, uh, for white white guys. See, so. Primal American Fear is another movie that the only reason it's good is because the ending. It's oh. a very, it's a crazy twist. I think it's a go back and watch it. Primal a, Fear, good movie. Yeah, good movie. really good movie. And you know what? Uh, the weird thing about Prim- Primal Fear, the music to The Wire is originally scored in Primal Fear. Yeah, it's wow. got like it's really the same score. Really? Yeah. I went back and watched Primal Fear. I was like, The Wire. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's the same same yeah, artist took, or same. They took the, whatever the score was at certain points during Primal Fear and used it in the series The Wire. Really? Yeah. And you looked it up the, on the credits of the. I of just the knew wire. it. I just I knew it. The same song. Get out of yeah. here! Yeah. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Someone can fact check me on that, but I'm almost well, positive I'm right. Even if you're right about that, you're wrong. Gladiator <laughs> wins, and no, I think no, we, I think who, who do you think did, won? What? Who do you think won today? You guys. Won. Gladiator! <laughs> Gladiator Alex, did win Alex. Best Picture, so it's hard to. It's hard I mean, to do it, but Alex, what do you think? In a shitty. Which year. one won? I, I mean, you made a better case for Gladiator. Yeah, but I like, I like Fight Club. I, more. No, I like both personally. Movies. Yeah, I I don't I, like Fight Club more. I really don't. No, well, yeah, I mean that's why you're defending. But, Club, but I do think a lot of <sighs> Fight Club's a good movie. The ending makes up for a lot of the movie's faults. And it was a cool reveal the first time you saw it. That's another thing about those movies like that, where once there's a reveal, yeah, rewatching is hard. Yeah, Gladiator. The reason why you can rewatch it's like epic, and like like we were saying, I honestly I think one of the movies I love, one of the reasons I love it so much is for what we were talking about earlier. That that clinches it for me, like the whole redemption idea, or like how you said every one of those fight scenes is interesting to watch. I think that's why I watch it because I'm like I'm just watching it for him to get to the point where he kills Joaquin, and also. To overcome like the look, you gotta love an underdog. Well, even the well, fight, I, even I, the fight with Joaquin, you're like obviously he's gonna beat Joaquin, but then Joaquin stabs him in the heart. Yes, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> well, is he gonna beat Joaquin? And then he does. You're like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, exactly. We just and on this episode, me and Joe teaming up, we just did what Joaquin does to. Yeah, you really got me in the heart there. <laughs> <laughs> under your well, armor, under your no well, effect shirt armor. What would pass your flip test though? Oh, well, we do it for every movie. Well, every movie that's like I mean, brought up. Like, the, if you mention a movie, you go, oh, would that pass it? Would this pass it? I recently got stopped by Born Identity, so that comes to mind. I'm, uh, I'm Jaws, Goodfellas. Okay. I mean, if they're on, I'm screwed. But, right, exactly. You know? okay. I have it for like, I, 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 I mentioned Con Air so much on this podcast. I kind of for Con Air. <laughs> go, I've watched Con Air a hundred times based off that. Off um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll watch the movies for next week. Watch some, watch, watch some flicks. We won today. Thank you so much, Joe, yeah, for doing thanks, the episode. Right, my pleasure. Joe, we really time. appreciate it. Are you not what? entertained? I, I am entertained. That's a gladiator. Oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Even I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know? 
<laughs> I should win on default. <laughs> Sean looked like sad. I was like, yeah, Joe. <laughs> just because I love Joe. And I'm like, are you, are you upset, Joe? <laughs> also, it's in, a, it's in a Jay-Z song, too. Remember, it's one of the albums. Are you not entertained? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's a good that's, one. Oh, that's a good one, too. Like, famous movie lines in songs. Good good one song. I immediately thought of Guns N' Roses in uh, Cool Hand Luke. Good, oh, yeah. Good one to shout if you're really crushing in a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> Just bombing. Are you not entertained? <laughs> just like, no. I'm sorry, Infinity War was sold out. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's another reason I like Gladiator because it's a metaphor for comedy. <laughs> like, it's like comedy in the heart over yeah, and the over. The comedy business is Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> you're like, no, yeah. You're like, there's no way he's not gonna bomb on, on this show. There's a tiger in the audience, and then he figures it out. You're like, whoa, he got some laughs. Yeah, can you believe it? Yeah, there's, he there's got three, paid. There's three people in, in, in freaking uh, what's called it, uh, Edmonton, Canada. He made his flight back. <laughs> uh, Joe, one more time, give us your Instagram and your Twitter, and also oh. uh, give us the name of the album and, and, and when it can come out. It's coming out. I'm at Joe Zimmerman on Instagram. And Twitter, very active. <laughs> At least twice a week, I'll post. Uh, and then uh, my new album, October 12th, with Comedy Central Records. I'm pumped about it. October 12th. And it's called Innocence? Innocence. Yeah. Very nice. But it's Innocence, like I N N O C E N C E, right? Yes. Not like multiple innocent people. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I wonder how many times I'll get that question. That's the first time. Yeah, uh, that, might, that was the first time, yeah. But, you're probably, but people aren't, nobody's, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have Sorry asked. Sorry to pipe in again. God damn Joe, it. Joe has a great bit on Alexander Hamilton. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is that from out. a past album? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Oh, thank my you. God, I'm an idiot. But thank yeah. you for knowing that. Yeah. That's on my last album, last album. Smiling at Wolves. Smiling at Wolves. So, <laughs> so download that one now and download the new thank one when you, it comes Alex. out. Thank you, for knowing. Yeah, the Andrew Jackson. And then add, the, add uh, Joe on, on his uh, very, very active Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and Andy, what would you like to plug? Oh, you can just follow me, as always, at Andy Fiore on all the social media oh. and at uh, .com. I'm going to post a photo of the three of us Absolutely. On yes, please do. Yeah, we'll I'll tag uh, it and I'll, I'll post it as well. This comes out. In it's going to come out week. tomorrow. Cool. Uh, also, uh, and also, so you. Oh, you yeah, can... in the city this weekend, Toronto next weekend, the thirteenth through the sixteenth. Very nice. I come say hi, Canadians. I am at Shawnee Time on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Also, uh, I have a radio show on Sirius called uh, called Celebrate, and to, uh, this Saturday I'll be in. Um, at Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie, New York, doing one show. Uh, if you're in the area, come on out. Yeah, fun time. Uh, and that will be tomorrow, if, if you're listening to this, because this, this comes out on a Friday. Also, we do this on Showbiz Stu- uh, at Showbiz Studios with Alex. Go to showbizstudios.com for any of your recording needs. Uh, Showbiz Studios has a YouTube page, also an iTunes page, where you can check out all the amazing podcasts. A lot of our friends have podcasts on this network. They're super, super funny. Check those out. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. For, don't forget, tweet at us the new dude. Who would you recast as the dude on Big Lebowski? Let us know. We're going to do a live episode uh, pretty soon. We'll get more details for you that uh, yeah. as soon as we possibly can. Thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. There's a time.